Hey, okay. welcome to my video. This is Dick Gates. <laughs> Immediate plug. He's just waiting. Okay. Um, so what was your favorite scenes? That's probably terrible to have going on. <laughs> you, you heard out loud. It was on the click. Okay. Um, so we're here to talk about the gents. The gents talking about the gentlemen. Um, so, first of all, <laughs> no spoilers. What do you guys think of the movie? It's a very good movie. Okay. Why so? Well, I like, I like how the story was, like, how it, what's his name? The, uh, photographer guy. The P.I. The, is it Fletcher? Yeah, yeah, Fletcher. I like his purpose in it and how he didn't. I don't know. He's kinda, he was just he was like, kind he was of like revealing to him the whole time what he was doing. He was just in it for money. Yeah. And like. Yeah. Well, I kind of like, like how throughout the entire movie, movie he was slowly he, revealing it. Yeah, he was the one. He's like, been taking pictures the whole time or whatever. I mean, I know there was twists with that, but the whole movie was from his point of view up until. The very end. I just want to change to a different point of view. Right. Can't hear us. Yeah. Um, Let's just wait a little bit, and then you can edit this out. But... All right, and we're back. So, you were saying how Fletcher is just like a observer. observer. Yeah. It was all from his point of view until. Like the last couple, like the last little bit of the show, it was just then it like you started seeing different points of views. There was a lot of twists at the end. Okay, there was a lot of build up just for everything to like unwind and unravel. Okay, so you just thought it was a good plot, like yeah, the story it itself is just entertaining to follow. Yeah, like it wasn't like build up that you were like getting bored because you didn't like see things happening but it was like build up that like kept engaging you to continue well, I like to watch it, i like how it introduced new characters yeah like coach especially mm -hmm. didn't say anything about him until it just know, shows you. his introduction scene all of a sudden he's there yeah i, I like it same when with movies do that and they just they kind of just they, they show you things they don't mm -hmm. Same with Fletcher. They don't, they, he doesn't just is. show up on screen and say, hey, I'm coach. Or yeah. yeah. Same with Fletcher, though, too, is how he came to be. He was just in the apartment. And then he's like, oh, Fletcher, uh, why are you here? Something like that. It's like no exposition to right. anything. It's not telling you why someone's there, the backstory or whatever. It's just mm -hmm. like, this is what's happening. Yes. I mean, they did kind of do that. In the, like that. It was just a couple characters they didn't do it with, like. But they just showed it. Yeah. Like, they didn't, like, you know. They didn't, like, have to say, like, this is, like, but they did, like, with the, what's his name? Uh, is it Mike? Mickey? Mikey? Mickey. Mickey. Mm -hmm. They showed you his back. Yeah. They were like, this is Mickey. They're like, Mickey, you know, like, they did a backstory for him because he's, like, but the they, center of this. But they wove it into the actual story. Yeah. Because Fletcher's talking about him. Yeah. But, like, right. it was a little different with, like, Coach. Where he, like all of a sudden he's just there, and then these people walk in, and 
he does his thing. He gets right. a phone call right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, just the story in general. There's not... Mm-hmm. Just, yep. like, the twists and turns to it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I guess we could go... If you're going to rate it, what would you give it? Like, out of 10? Out of 10. Probably, like... Seven, eight. Seven, eight. Okay. Not the best movie you've ever seen, but it Not, was still good. Um, yeah, it wasn't my favorite ever, but it was pretty out there. Like, it was a pretty good movie. Solid movie. I'd give it a solid eight and a half. Oh. Did he like this a lot? Of one on me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only reason. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I thought it was good. It was a lot different than, like, I feel like a lot of other shows that... A lot of other movies. How so? Just a different like way of like proposing, like uh, not for, like a different way of like showing you the story. Okay. Because it was from a different perspective. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like a you're watching as stuff is happening. You're being told almost of how not told but like. You're being shown everything. Shown that's something that's already happened up until a certain point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Just like the progression of events was like kind of mixed up. Yeah, like kind of like in Hateful Eight. Yeah, that you talked about what you love. Yeah. What would What would you rate it? Yeah. Huh? What was it? What's your rating of it? Uh, I believe I gave it like a seven. Seven. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Because it's a good story. Um, there's not a whole lot of layers to it, but it's just fun. Like, it's just fun to watch. Yeah, it's just, it's like a John Wick or candy type stuff. Yeah, it's just, but John Wick even has layers, like, and this probably does too, to a certain extent, but right. it's just fun to follow. It's not, it's not my so favorite either. type of movie ever but i do enjoy it yeah like i um i like how it's like it's like a gangster movie kind of yeah like but it's also just fun it's not like if you watched a lot of gangster movies like i was talking about the ones the other night uh the godfather casino um once upon a time in america all those ones they're they kind of have similar type of plots with like twists and stuff like that, but it's much more serious. Like mm-hmm. I laugh a lot when I watch the gentleman. Cause yeah. It's just every, the way everything's presented is just lighthearted and funny. And when you watch those other ones, you just like hit with the gravity of the twists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're kind of like, Oh, like, I, little... I did not see that coming. Yeah. Like it's like hard hitting, but this one's just kind of like, I mean, it's it, fun. It's a little different because they're, He's a weed, like yeah. He's a weed dealer. Dealer, yeah. A weed empire. Yeah, it's he a runs a weed thing. empire in England. On a gangster type of topic, though, I do kind of like how he's like an American mm-hmm. or whatever, but he's still kind of like adopted, like a European gangster type. You know, like with the lords and stuff like that. Yeah. He's using the lords to his uh to advantage. use it. Yeah, to use his uh. Yeah. To put his farms on their property. Like, he kind of just became an England gangster. Mm-hmm. But, 
and it's because of England that he was be was able to become a gangster because of the lords who want to stay in power, mm-hmm. who don't want to lose that power. Right. Um. But yeah, I I think it's a solid movie. It's fun. Um. Again, it's not my favorite that I've ever seen, but it's just it's a good watch. It's good. Like it's just fun. You know the scene where. McConaughey flips the table, even though it's not like a real scene technically. It's a yeah, it's you a, know, it's a it's like a, it's like a presentation. I, type yeah, thing. it's like this is what I thought happened. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's just fun to watch. He flips the table, shoots him in the nuts, and <laughs> is talking to him as he's crawling away, looking for your balls or a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one rule in the jungle. <laughs> When the lion's hungry, he eats. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, my favorite part about it, though, is just, like, the one-liners like that. Like, it's constant, like, yeah, quips. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just jabs at each other with words and stuff. Yeah. It's just funny. Especially that scene where they're up with all the, the druggies in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, there was a lot of them in there. Yeah, and it's that's one of my favorite scenes because of it, because it's just like several of those one-liners that you're just like they stick with you. Yeah, you remember them for a while after. Um, I like in that scene too. That's one of my favorite scenes is when he's up there with them, like yeah. when when he's chasing the kid that's, after with the phone. That's that's, that's good scene. too. Yeah, that's and a really good scene. We can talk about that after too. Mm-hmm. But I like when he's up in the. Um, Raymond is up in the apartment with the druggies and like without even saying anything really like he's not even really doing anything but you like get this sense of like how powerful he is you know yeah. what I mean like he's a scary dude even though he's yeah like, like the second... only really scary thing like I mean it's a pretty scary thing but like doing violent type thing I remember him saying I could be wrong but he said like touch me again and I'll cut your arm off or and whatever. that's at the end when they're yeah. leaving but like he didn't you kind of like the they were second, just scared of him, kind of. Like, the second you you see that door close, like, and you hear the elevator door open, you know how much power he has, like, uh-huh. and how scary he is, because, like, right after that, they bust down that door, <laughs> and they're inside that apartment. And he doesn't even really say or do anything. He's and, just like, you know, he's he politely asks, can I have a seat? And the dude's like, no, you can't. And he, and like, he doesn't even look at him. The henchman looks at him. That's what I like. And he's just like moves the coat, doesn't say anything, and sits down and starts rolling a joint with their yeah. drugs. When I, I like that with Mickey as well. Mm-hmm. How powerful they portrayed him to be. Mm-hmm. Because with Coach, his little students or whatever, they uh when they told him who it was, or like where they got it, you know. Yeah, his name he's like, oh, him. Yeah. Like people know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um and the fact that majority of the movie he is doing nothing it's all on uh, Raymond, a Raymond lot of it. yeah a lot of the actual i mean work is on him i mean mickey does stuff too like he yeah shows but, up and shoots yeah but like that's towards the end guys yeah the majority of the like grunt work or work is on raymond mm-hmm. um yeah, like, just the name precedes them. You can tell how powerful they are just 
by the presence and the acting. Yeah. And you don't. You know, I don't me, have to see him kill fifty dudes to know that he's an intimidating. It reminded figure. me a lot of a like Gus Fring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just know, yeah. like he carries him. It's the acting. It's the way he carries himself. It's his actions and those around him's actions when he's mm-hmm. in the room. Um, I really. It reminds me of John Wick too, when he's like, oh like yeah, before he even starts doing anything. Like you killed whose doc? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Mm-hmm. Crap. Yeah, and he, he hadn't killed a single person by that point. Yeah, he hadn't done anything except get beat up. Right. Um, I really liked how, uh, at the beginning, like, how they introduced Mickey. They were, like, saying uh, he uh, he used to have to do all that grunt work, and that's what got him the name. Because mm-hmm. he now, was good at doing yeah, it. Yeah, but... but now he's... It's, he was good enough that he was able to get somebody to do it for him. Uh-huh. Right. That's what made him terrifying. It's the fact that he he can control. Uh, he has such a big empire that he can control people to do stuff for him. Uh-huh. Um, it's really cool, actually. Think about it, because like the whole movie is him just trying to get out of doing the it. Game. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. just trying to get out of it the whole time. At the end, he realizes that. He just he decides can't. to keep it. That, like, it's just like it's not worth it to. Yeah, I like the his whole reasoning for getting out too. Like, this is going to be a massive business when it's legal, mm-hmm. and you can't have somebody with blood on their hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. yeah, he needs it has someone to be a face, yeah. A, yeah. a legal face. Mm-hmm. Like it can't be an underbelly. That's what's cool too about it. The whole thing being weed, mm-hmm. because he knows. That like this is gonna be a big deal, but he can't be the one that makes it a big deal. Like he can't be the one that leads this. Yeah. Because of his past. Yeah. But he still wants the money for his own. Yeah. Right. Um. Another thing I liked in the uh, scene up in the apartment is when he's talking about why people turn to drugs, and he's like, "If you guys have a problem, you should be." talking it out with your friends, finding a positive solution, but no, you all pick to do drugs and mess your lives up and just hate yourselves and choose not to be happy. Right. And it's because you're drowning in your liberal white guilt, your privileged lives of living rich and Mm -hmm. on top of the world, and then so you have everything, you have nothing to overcome, so what do you do? You turn to drugs. Because you got to have something. You got to be with the people who you have to save or you have to, you know, it's liberal white guilt. Like, it's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have so much privileges and you choose to piss it away because you don't know what else to do with your life. Yeah. You don't have anything to overcome. You don't have, you know. Um, so, I, just that one line mm-hmm. I liked a lot and. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite scene. Jayish, you like the... I liked when, uh, uh, he was chasing, Raymond was chasing the kid down to get the phone back. Uh-huh. So and right he, after. He's sitting there offering him cash, trying to do it the civil way or whatever. And then the dude pulls out him a machete or whatever. And he's 
just like, okay, we'll go that way and pulls out a machine gun. Machine gun. Yeah. And starts shooting it in the air. And then what I really liked about that whole scene is he's walking towards the kid with the phone. Mm-hmm. And he like does this little jokingly like ta 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 thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Get lost. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I like that part a lot. Yeah. That's one of the best scenes, I think, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because it's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. And it's just like, I don't know. I think the way it's edited too, like the chase scene and everything, like the mm-hmm. music that's playing over it, and it just gives it a yeah a fun tone. Like you want Raymond to kick this kid's ass, basically. Mm-hmm. So. Digby, uh, it's probably between uh coach coach's introduction, which I really liked. He's just like. Trying to order some food. Swatting some kids around the restaurant. And he's like, you wait back there. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I'm ordering. Mm-hmm. And then and then he ends up fighting them. And he, they find out they're like, he's, gets, he's like, come down to my gym. Like after. Mm-hmm. Like he fights them and then he's like, come down to my gym. I'll, I'll teach you how to really fight. Because you guys are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Come down to the gym and, and we'll then, see what you we can do with just And then the real the realization from them realizing that oh he's the coach mm-hmm. and the fact that his name is already out there, like like the, when you first meet him, you just you think he's just some guy ordering something, but in reality, like everybody knows him almost like mm-hmm. that's another thing I liked about the power thing, is everyone knew the coach. Yeah. But then when the coach heard about Mickey, he's like He's like, oh, oh crap. crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that shows. That was a good way to show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The power. Like the food chain, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk about lion, the lion. Yeah. You know, Mickey's literally the top. His name precedes everyone. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. And then probably my other favorite scene was probably just like the beginning where it's showing like how he's like, let's play a game. Fletcher's like, let's play a game. And then he talks, he started talking, he's like, I re- like, he talks like he's write, writing a script, like, the whole thing is, like, him writing out the movie that yeah. you're watching. Yeah, and, uh, you see, like, the cameras adjusting, and, like, the screen adjusting, and stuff like that. Just the editing? Yeah, the editing, and that's one of my favorite parts about it, it's just, like, you can actually, like, see the editing, like. The editing, there. the editing tells a story in itself. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it, at the very end of the movie, it comes back to that and circles back, and he's talking with a producer of uh, the about the movie, about the movie, yeah. and that it just all you can just see the full circle at that point. Mm-hmm. It's like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, like you know, like not really because it's not like talking directly to the audience, but like to an extent. Yes, yeah. right. It's like. The narrative of the story is it's also... Not, it's not the fact that he's talking that's breaking it. It's the fact that the editing that they chose to go with is mm-hmm. breaking it, almost. Mm-hmm. And then just coming back to it at the end and showing that that was still going on the entire movie. Yeah, the, the story was true, but... Yeah. 
but like story basically is what mm-hmm. he was pitching it as as a movie plot. Yeah. Even though it actually was happening to him or whatever inside the movie. Yeah. So I'd say that yeah, those two. Those are your favorite. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Um. Any other thoughts or things that you guys thought while watching it? I liked you know? just the, the lightheartedness and it's just it, fun. That it was just fun and still like a. I don't know, still like a gangster movie, like you said, but like still, yeah. Like you can see the power train, like we talked about. And you can see like, but it just wasn't. Everybody big. has a past, mm-hmm. but it's not like they didn't take like they could have taken like a darker road with that. Instead, they went with like a lighthearted, joking on majority of the yeah. m- most situations. There's a joke. Um. Yeah, it just doesn't take itself too seriously. I don't think. Yeah. Like, those other gangster movies are good and they have a lot of these same type of things in it. They have the, the plot twists and the the surprise moments. There's characters that you didn't know existed and all of a sudden they're they're there involved and like you realize the they've been there the whole time. Yeah, like the Russians in this movie. Yeah. Um but it's just the tone of it. It just this one's just so fun. And those With the one liners and all that. Yeah, and those other movies are just so serious um i think the director this is his best movie by far um it just came out last year and his other movies are like king arthur have you seen the new king arthur Mm -hmm. i've heard of it the one that just came out a few years ago um he's made several others i'm not remembering them off the top of my head but um this is his best movie by far um and I wish more movies were made like this, just because they're just fun. Yeah. You know, it takes, like, a serious type of movie and just has fun with it. Yeah. Um, it's a different way to do that, that, that genre, because, or, like, that style, like, the, the gangster movie, mm-hmm. there's not really the joking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's very... It's very like serious. It's like it's like brothers killing each other. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's yeah heavy stuff. And but this is just joking around. Like, yeah, like everything is just so extravagant and over the top. Like, and you can really like see when he you have Matthew McConaughey in it. It says everything. Yeah, like he's I want a pound of flesh. Like yeah, like okay, that's so over the top and just funny and awesome mm-hmm. it's just it's not taken seriously you're just like oh like, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> um, it's really cool to see though like uh, the throughout the whole movie everybody is trying to get to his take get to his power basically like his level like yeah like uh at first the, the first guy comes in to try and buy the business mm-hmm. and then he teams up and then they end up disagreeing and then like trying to buy their own going they, they go by their own ways all trying to get to the top and it really just crumbles beneath them one as if they would have just like 
went with it, they could have gone to the top mm-hmm. with ease. Yeah. If they would have just, like, gone with the process and gone just with, bought it instead yeah. of just... Trying to undercut each other. Yeah, but that's part of the gangster movie thing. Yeah. That was just, you know, they can never be satisfied with enough power. They yeah. always have to they be... They have to get you know, the power. Price. Yeah, they have to assert themselves as the new top dog, as the new right. lion and top of the food chain. Like, you can't just be the a lion. multi-billionaire that bought this empire from someone else. You have to have taken it, you know, right. you have to almost earn it. It's not just, like, a simple transaction. It's like... Otherwise, yeah. someone else is trying to take it from you. Exactly. Like, And at the end, it just really shows that nobody was worthy or not worthy but like capable as powerful as Nicky yeah, was capable. Like he was still top of the he's still the lion of mm-hmm. the, the king of the jungle of the yeah and no one is able to yeah and he take that. I, I like how it doesn't ever like portray him as like needing to get out he's just kind of like he yeah, just I could to. I just I could get out yeah you know he's right. he's kind of finding someone who's worthy of he kind of just sees an opportunity. Up. Yeah, he's like, "I'll try this," and then mm-hmm. turns out, nope, it doesn't work nope. out. No one's worthy. Yep. And yeah. Um. Yeah, because um, when dry eyes, and that, like, uh, uh, when they're in a bar mm-hmm. or whatever, he wrote down like this huge number or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's still. Yeah, he, You're he, missing he can't. a couple zeros. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that but line. He, he offered it to the Matthew guy before for right. a 400 million or whatever. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Dry's number was bigger, but he's still like, no. Like, yeah. You're not, you know, you're a child. You're not right. anywhere near the lion. And so I think, like, Mickey's character is thinking that as well of, like, you know, it can't just be a simple transaction. Like, he knows that it's going to go south right you know he doesn't trust dry eyes from the beginning because he he's knows. a child with an inflated ego he's like mm-hmm. this guy's not ready right yeah he's not worth it. he's not worth this um and he doesn't want to just give it to someone for the, and it's not about the money for him he's just like he wants a successor essentially yeah. he wants someone that's going to be able to take his business his legacy and mm-hmm. continue that on and I, th- they kind of set it up for a sequel. And yeah. I think in the sequel, because of stuff like that, they would probably lean in the direction of Raymond. Like, kind of coming up to take over. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I not being that. a henchman or something, but being someone who can take it. And and possibly the coach becoming his henchman. Yeah. Yeah, or something along those yeah. lines. Um, but yeah, that's how I would think the sequel would go. And they did set it up for a sequel pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it doesn't take itself too seriously, so it's not trying to hide the fact that it's setting up for a sequel. It's just flat out. It's right. Yeah. There's a sequel. It's going to be coming. Um, Especially this... the way they ended like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie was pretty successful. Um, yeah, it was pretty well received. It was one of the better movies of 2020, I thought. Um, but yeah, you guys got any final or closing thoughts? We're good. Uh, I think we're good. Recommend it to 
anybody yeah. would you recommend it to? Yeah, I would. Definitely a fun watch. Yeah. Just fun for everyone. Yeah, I'd watch it again. It was entertaining. It was funny. And you would enjoy a second rewatch. You still got some cool action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a few things like that you might pick on a little bit. Like it's not as in depth as some movies might be. Like where it takes a couple times to even understand what's going on. But like if you watch it again, you'll still you'll still pick up a few things and say that you didn't see before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you'll understand. Like that Russian, the very first time they show the Russians, and he's waiting for his kid outside that boarding school or something. Like you'll understand what's coming later. Yeah. Whereas the first time, I we had no clue. There's a scene of uh, Dry Eyes talking to the Russian early on too, that like it's pretty brief, but uh, it's a lot earlier on. It just shows him walking up to the car and just talking to the Russian for just a minute. Um. So what's next week? <laughs> next week? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who who picked this one? Was it me? I, I think, so. think so. I think we all just kind of saw the scene and then we we're like, let's watch it. Okay. Um, who wants to pick first then? I don't know. You pick one for sure this time. Me? Yeah. I don't know. How about prisoners? Prisoners. Okay. I'm done with that. Join next week for Prisoners. Okay. Yeah. Next week, uh, watch Prisoners, and we'll be back with that.